Welcome back to Swine TV. We have an exclusive interview with newly appointed CEO of Ralco Nutrition, Glenn Bader. Welcome to the program, Glenn. Um, welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. Well, firstly, congratulations on becoming CEO of Ralco. Can you share some insights into your background and journey which led to this appointment? You bet. Well, I have been involved in the food industry for the past 30 years. Uh, the last 13 years have been at Ralco, working, leading the, the marketing team primarily. And before that, I was at the, the Schwann Food Company. So I've had the opportunity to be part of the, the production of food my entire career, uh, seeing it both, you know, from the, the the agriculture aspect as well as all the way to the consumer. So certainly professionally, I've had uh, great opportunities. I've had the opportunity to serve in general management uh, a couple of times in my past. Um, but, you know, the, the professional side of development is just one aspect. I also, you know, look to the, you know, the, the work uh, that's done in your heart, <laughs> preparing you for, for a spot like this. And so I also, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a man of faith and, you know, I just look to the way that uh, the experiences that I've been given and the uh, opportunities to grow in that, uh, that have really prepared me for today. So you're the first non-family member to hold this type of leadership position at Ralco. So what does this milestone mean to you personally and professionally, Glenn? Yeah, well, you know, having somebody that's non-family stepping into this role is not a small thing for, you know, for in, any family business. And so it's something I certainly don't take lightly. You know, the, the 13 years that I've had here, have certainly been critical for me in, you know, just understanding the the culture and, uh, you know, just what our company is about. And, and I would say, you know, to have the trust of the family means a great deal to me. Um, you know, earning the trust of, of the employees um, is really critical. And so it's, it's not something that I take lightly to be entrusted with, with our customers, with with this business, and and just all the great people at Ralco. Can you reflect a little bit about what you've learned the most and what you remember most about the late John Nakamas, who played a significant role in the company? You bet. Yeah, you know, so November 19th will actually mark the, the one year of John's passing. And so John was, um, you know, I just loved him dearly <laughs> not just as a, a leader but just personally he's he's meant a lot in my life um you know there's there's so many attributes of john the the first being his belief in people it was just unparalleled um and, and that is a big part of our culture you know culture gets shaped by the the owners and you know and, it, and that actually goes back to our founder bob galbraith used to say people buy from people not from companies and and john just exemplified that his belief in people was unparalleled and um you know that just he just carried it and i'd say the other big aspect of john that just really influenced me was just his belief in a better way you know he just had this <clears throat> this restless intensity just this constant pursuit of just improving things you know the 
producers just face so many challenges and he was just so driven to find better ways to help them how to overcome their challenges and just to the place agriculture was going how to be in the spot to to help them the most he could and so he he greatly impacted me and um you know personally professionally um yeah and he's he's greatly missed so it looks like you you hold john dearly to your hearts and have learned a lot there yeah, very much. Um, yeah, as I addressed the company in the transition, you know, he was just front of mind for me. I just reflected on what the way he led, the way he shaped all of us. And, and we we have to never forget him. You know, the, the family, you know, asking me to step in this role is not in any way a statement of the family backing away from Ralco. Uh, it's it's anything but uh, there was they just really felt that um, I was the person for the next phase of Relco's growth. Uh, but to me, you know who we are as a people and our 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 mission, our values is so critical. But in you know the great thing about John when he led the company, we were small enough that he could kind of touch everybody and you know manage those relationships. And as we grew, that became harder. And so <clears throat> I was actually uh, able to be alongside of him as we put our mission and, and values on paper. And they were, you know, not statements on a wall, but uh, really reflected who we have always been, who we are and who we will be. And so I just really view myself as a steward, um, not to manage the way John managed, you know, I'm to be Glenn, um, but we can never forget um you know, the values that shape us and our values really come out of the the stories of, you know, the the people that have preceded me back from Bob Galbraith to Randy Galbraith to John Nakamas to Brian Nakamas. And so those those stories shape the way we behave and the way we treat customers and the way we work. And so John was, yeah, I mean, he was larger than life, uh, but we're never going to let him die, right? He he lives on in our culture, in the spirit of what we do. Well said, Glenn. Now, the timing of your CEO appointment, how does it relate to the foundation laid by Brian? And how do you plan to build upon his work and the success that's in front of you? That's a good question. You know, Brian has so much of his dad in him. <laughs> You know, just his just belief in a better way of doing things. And, um, you know, for Brian, he really stepped in from his dad and really looked to set the company up for growth and really established a leadership team to help, um, you know, broaden uh, the aspect of, of the business and its operation. And, and Brian was really working for some time with this vision in mind of him stepping back to take a, a broader role in other aspects of, you know, the family and, and the, their businesses. And so, so he's certainly not going away. Him and I talk regularly. And, um, but I would say, you know, the, the foundation he's set uh, is a foundation that, you know, I have was part of helping him build. And so we have a very common vision for our future. Um, but yeah, I would say we're, we're just going to keep building and, and strengthening on that foundation. 
So you have a very distinct mission, culture, and set of values. What's the key message you want people to know about these aspects of the company? You bet. Well, it is, you know, as I mentioned, our, our culture is something that's very distinct to Ralco. So many people come into Ralco and they're a little amazed at our culture. Uh, it, it's it's very, um, the, the aspect of the way we value people is a little unusual. And, and that applies to each other, that, that applies to our customers. And it, it is found just in this, this belief in a person. And, and so that is, that is an aspect that I look to actually strengthen. Uh, culture is very important to me. I've actually seen culture damaged in my past and the, the negative impact that that has on so many aspects, on your customers and, and on employees. And so I'm never gonna let that happen here. So uh, it, it is something that I'm excited about and, and I take uh, very serious. Is it a constant implementation with, with the staff and with the team to keep building that culture up, Glenn? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Well, I mean, part of it is, you know, I, I tell the story of, you know, our identities are shaped by our shared memories. So I'll give you an example. So, you know, if you moved to America and you became an American citizen, you would adopt certain memories. So the American Revolution or the Civil War or the signing of the Declaration of Independence, those are memories you didn't live, but you adopt. They become part of you and they shape you. And it's the same way at Ralco. So the the memories, you know, of Bob mortgaging his furniture because he believed in a better way is a very important memory, right? So, so for me, it a big part is the history of, of our company and and why uh, the people have done what they did because you can't just replicate Ralco, you know, in our culture without those memories and those acts because they shape us. So, so a big part for me is 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 reminding people, but then also demonstrating. Right, demonstrating how we how we build on that and, and carry it forward and make it even even stronger. So, as a leader yourself, Glenn, what leadership style do you bring to Ralco, and how do you envision it contributing to the company's success? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, part of me is you know I I'm going to be Glenn, right? So I'm not John. I'm not Brian. I I, I kind of bring my my own style to it, and part of that is I do have a a broad perspective of all the way from, you know, consumer all the way to, you know, uh, agriculture in, in the beginnings. And so I certainly bring that mindset, but I also have a very, um, I kind of have an intensity to me. I like to get things done, uh, but I like to do them together. And so it's very important to me that we hear our customer, right? That's the the marketing part of me of the customer comes first, like being aligned to their problems, their issues, understanding them. How do we serve them, you know, better? How do we solve problems that aren't being solved today? But then it's how do we align around that? I I love stepping into conflict. I think healthy conflict is is critical in a business. You you need to hear all the ideas. Everything needs to be on the table. But then you need to align to it, right? You, we we got to weigh it together. We got to decide, and then we got to move. And so that is a, a big part of, of my approach. Um, and, and a lot of that is, is, is founded in those ideas of belief in people. Because I do believe, you know, the best team is a really diverse team that, that doesn't look like each other, <laughs> that has very different perspectives and you may normally drive each other nuts. But when you can learn to value a person, to look at them and say, I know you're so different than me and I don't get you, but I love you. 
right? The, the things that you bring to this conversation we need, that type of team dynamic really drives innovation. Innovation does not happen without conflict. And so that there's an aspect in our culture of building trust and belief in each other that enables that type of interaction. And, and ultimately, I believe that's what leads to the innovation that so much fuels uh, Relco's approach of, of finding a better way for agriculture. So looking ahead, Glenn, what's next for Ralco under your leadership? And are there any specific areas where you plan to maintain the status quo, which is the success you've already created, and where you hope to excel or innovate? Yeah. Well, um, you know, it's funny that word status quo just kind of rubs me a little. <laughs> just because it's so, you know, it's so against the spirit of Ralco. Just like we just are so un uh just dissatisfied with with yesterday so i'd say probably nothing is status quo but but i would say there are there are segments that we have been committed to where we're continuing to invest even further so certainly uh our, our swine business and ruminant uh poultry um you know we've made some pretty significant investments uh in technical staff uh, just in recent months, uh, we're continuing to hire and expand in these areas. Uh, also, agronomy, uh, a big part of our business. We are, you know, a lot of our, uh, uh, we call them technologies, but it's a lot of our kind of core science uh, where we have a lot of patents and where we're basic, where uh, we're, we're selling to uh, industry partners, where we find the right uh, relationships. So that aspect of the business, we will continue to invest in and grow. We'll continue investing in our international business um, in growth there. And then also, you know, we, we've got some diversification. We've got a line of backyard chicken products that are sold in the, the, the major farm stores that are that's growing rapidly. And so, yeah, so I'd say it's, it's very much a, a commitment to our, our core areas um, and expansion. And, and then I, maybe kind of finally on that, we've We've been making just uh, an increasing level of investment in research and uh, and in patents. And so there are some pretty amazing patents that we are about to file, uh, some really neat uh, research that is going to fuel some some growth. And so there's just so many areas that I'm excited about. Uh, there's just uh, opportunity and growth in, in so many. And um, we're just, you know, Always excited for uh, the next door that uh, we, we see that God opens for us. Well, congratulations again, Glenn. This is well-deserved and, you know, it was a pleasure to connect with you today. Yeah, Jim, thank you. I really appreciate you and appreciate the time to uh, to visit.